Well, late night in Pasadena, the Bruins will set themselves up for success. Here, I'll tell you how. Against the Arizona Wildcats, this is Locked On UCLA. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, it's your favorite host, it's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer. Thanks for tuning in to Locked On UCLA. Thanks for making it your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcasts. Also on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for your support. In the meantime, this episode is brought to you by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In the meantime, I can show you what to purchase, what the Bruins are going to do to win this game against Arizona. While despite UCLA being big favorites going into this one, more in that line a little bit later, UCLA needs to do certain things and what they should look out for against Arizona, considering they still do some things well on one side of the football, some have some individual standouts defensively. Other than that, UCLA should romp on the Wildcats, right? Well, let's get diving into the details a little bit deeper here on this one today. First, looking at Arizona's offense. We've already discussed it. It's Jaden Delore, the former Washington State quarterback, the reigning Pac-12 freshman offensive player of the year. Basically, words, 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 saying he was the freshman of the year on the offensive side of the football. Dominant helped them win the Apple Cup, one of the longest streaks that they had losing against Washington. Helped the Cougars beat Washington. So, Delore, who is eighth in the country at passing yards, he has 22 touchdown passes, one of the better marks in the country. Eight interceptions, though, which is one of the worst marks in the country. One of the worst. Top 20, it's not exactly a category you want to be in. A long laundry list of quarterbacks who are throwing eight interceptions this season. He's trying to account for a team that's one of the worst defenses in the country, worst at defending the run, giving up points, whatever it may be. He's got to sling the football all around the yard here in his first year at Arizona. But for an Arizona team that comes in with three, only three wins, only one Pac-12 win, that one win being Colorado, he's been having to do a lot of the work. And here are his three receiver threats that the Bruins need to look out for because they do, to the Wildcats, have three crucial re receiver threats that UCLA needs to look out for. And by my oh my, they've got, you know, they've got some good, they've got some good talent. They have Tatarion McMillan, who's got 35 receptions, 610 yards, seven touchdowns, tied for the team lead in touchdowns, just about, say, 60 to 70 yards per game. Then you have Dor Dorian Singer, 49 receptions, 755 yards, five touchdowns. So that's a guy who, a little bit more receptions, a bit more yards, yardage per game with that number, but not as many touchdowns as McMillan. And then Delores' favorite target, Jacob Cowing, 65 receptions, 846 yards, and seven touchdowns. Close to 100 yards receiving per game with the co-lead on his team in receiving touchdowns. So for Cowing, he is that number one target. But you can't forget McMillan and Singer as two deep threats, two good targets for Delora down the field. So UCLA will have their hands full in the secondary covering these three guys because Delora likes to throw the majority of his passes to these guys throughout this season. 
a guy who has thrown for 22 touchdowns. These three who I just mentioned, if we can do quick, simple math, that's 19 touchdowns of his 22 passing touchdowns have gone to these three guys. If UCLA, for the most part, can shut down two or two to two of the three, barring one of these guys going, what I forget the Tennessee receiver's name, going whatever he did against Alabama, five touchdowns, bazillion yards. Say Cowing, we'll just kind of single him out since he's got the best numbers here. Barring him going for 300 yards receiving and four touchdowns, UCLA, if they can really hone in on two of these three guys, especially Cowing, and really kind of bite, get stop that real first option for Arizona in the receiving game, then the Bruins could have some success on the defensive side of the football. Because Arizona does like to put up points. They tend to. It's just usually way less than what they give up, which is a hard topic for Delora, who just has to throw it all around to deal with. This is maybe a, a feast or famine matchup for the Bruins secondary if they don't do too much. This year, UCLA has nine interceptions. Of course, two guys leading at the top there. You have Darius Mwasau, you have Jalen Davies, John John Bonds. Those are guys who have six of the Bruins' interceptions. So maybe one of those guys can maybe get a big interception if Delora leaves one over the middle of the field, long, short, wobbly pass, however it may be. It's UCLA that would love to force turnovers. And first things first, you get the lead early. If the Bruins do that, you force the Delore to do the same thing he's had to do all season long, which is sling it around from behind, and it's led to turnovers. Eight interceptions. Again, that number, eight interceptions for a Bruins defense that's had nine interceptions overall this year. When it comes to fumble recoveries, the Bruins have had five overall. The Bruins, one of the better teams in the country in terms of plus, minus, Turnover differential, whatever whatever number you want to call it, turnover margin, however you want to say it. The Bruins, a bit better at forcing turnovers this year and hanging on to it and generally cashing in. So if they can really hone in on those three receiving threats between McMillan, Cowway, and Singer, the Bruins will certainly have a grand time having some fun in a really favorable Arizona matchup overall, but it's the defense that's really got to stick up. The last few weeks, the Bruins had been doing good things for a large portion of that Arizona State game. When UCLA jumped out early with that big lead, the Bruins, I believe, what was it, 42-18, if I've got that correct, when they jumped out to that lead, they were doing good things defensively. But now, at the end of that Arizona State game, another lull in the second half, dominated a lackluster Stanford defense. The Bruins have been on a roll since, since that Oregon game, for the most part, except for that end of third, mostly fourth quarter against the Sun Devils, you don't want that to really leak in to the beginning of this Arizona game and give them any belief that they can run this game. If they're still in this game, say halftime, the later third quarter, as always the mentality of players on the field, and even fans, you know it, if you really let a team stick in a game, then it's different. And just like UCLA almost did against Arizona State, which was let them in and keep them in hanging around late, you don't want to give a team that type of belief with the ability of Jaden Delora, who has already proven, yes, he's got those eight interceptions this year, but he's been a consistent threat in the Pac-12. Now, for the guy who's from Hawaii, who transferred from Washington State, he has showcased the ability to lead his team down the field and score touchdowns with three separate lethal receiving threats. Now, the Bruins don't want to do that. You want to nip the head, nip, nip, nip in the head really quick, nip in the bud, whatever it is. Stop them immediately. Jump on the Wildcats early. 
They got to do that. They don't really want to be playing from behind against an offense that if it gets hot, if Arizona's offense gets hot, and if they get, say, all the Wildcats really need is, say, a stop and get that two-score lead. If that's something that happens, they score, they score, they get a weird random stop of the Bruins, and they go back down and score if their offense is red hot, then you never know how this game can turn out. Very favorable matchup for the Bruins. Again, very favorable, but UCLA's got to really stop two of those three. The game will hinge on two of those three receivers being stopped and taking advantage of Delora, who somewhat coughed up the football a little, a few times, more than a few times this season. That That's the difference, whether when it becomes the difference between, all right, the Arizona offense, if they're hot and if the Bruins go cold for a drive or two, which they've kind of done throughout each and every game this year, kind of one bit cold, a little bit of a cold stretch every so often, and the Bruins find themselves on the wrong foot. But you don't want to find yourself on the wrong foot with the f- inflation, right? Inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back. You know, for me, well, have I had breakfast this morning? Eh, you never know. Inflation rising. Big time. You don't want to cut down on breakfast. You want to have good food. You want to eat good food. Whether it's driving less, dining out less, like me, or buying less from the grocery store, we can all agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why you can start using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anybody who who buys groceries, gas, everybody for the most part buys gas, at least for now, and dines out. With Upside, you don't have to cut back, and that's why you can get cash back on every single purchase. To get started, download the free Upside app, use the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In comparison to credit card reward programs or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Just download again the free Upside app, use the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back with your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code LOCKED. Go download that free Upside app today. Now cruising on to the second segment of Locked On UCLA. The Bruins, well, they have themselves a very favorable matchup. But as I've kind of done today, really highlight some individual standouts for Arizona. Three big standouts offensively in the receiving game. Defensively, there's really one guy I really circled in on, which is Hunter Nichols. He is a guy that's got four and a half sacks, seven and a half tackles for loss, a couple of forced fumbles, a couple pass breakups, and individually is a guy to look out for that could be a wrecking force if he gets in the backfield and gets to DTR, and especially if UCLA's running game, which depending on who's in the backfield, her Charbonnet's been a bit back in practice now, but again, the question mark is, Will he and who will suit up for the Bruins as a running back? Could it be Kaz Allen going back from receiver to the tailback as he had a great week last week, a big carry for a touchdown, but even Kaz Allen almost coughed up the football against the potential Hunter Nichols, who's already forced a couple fumbles, fumbles and hit the ball hard and gets on the ground running. It is what it is. That is the lone standout for an Arizona defense. That is the fourth worst scoring defense in the country. One of the worst teams top 10 worst team in the country at defending the run. Again, it's been harped all week. UCLA's health in the running back room. Even if Kaz Allen is ready to go and he gets to switch back over to running back for a game, the Bruins could and should have some success. Although you're not sure if you really want to wear down Kaz Allen as last year, he went bonkers against USC in the Coliseum when the Bruins just put a 
over 60 points against the Trojans with that matchup looming in the following week, albeit if you have to use Kazau in one week to give Charbonnet that extra rest he needs to recover and be prepared for the USC game, you certainly would love to do that, right? You certainly would love to do that, but in a premium matchup where UCLA should be able to run the football over the Arizona defense for Kazau, who has fumbled, for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who in his career, not so much this year, but in his career, has fumbled. Maybe it's Hunter Eccles who's the guy that might stop Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Or maybe, maybe if he's going to hurdle a guy as DTR, as he, as I said in the most recent pod, and as he said earlier this week in comments to the media after practice, kind of give away some secrets in terms of hurdling. Although if DTR is the only guy in the backfield that is expected to run, if Kaz Allen isn't shifted to running back this week, or if Charbonnet can't go, or whoever can't go, with everybody seemingly, if you have RB next to your name, banged up and potentially unavailable to use, unknown until game time, UCLA, maybe DTR won't be hurdling as many guys this week as he has throughout the season with so many hurdles, and it always seems to be our thrilling play of the week. But for UCLA, here they are against an Arizona defense, again, one of the worst in the country at scoring defense, one of the worst at stopping the run, and overall, the Arizona defense, 10 sacks. The Bruins, when they've been spectacular, they've kept DTR upright. And overall for UCLA, looking at their numbers, they've only allowed 11 sacks of their quarterback this year. And it's been the Bruins defense that's been feasting in the opponent's backfield. Yes, while the Bruins have had 22 sacks this year, they've had 46 tackles for loss. And I know we already talked about UCLA's defense, but I thought this would be funny to talk about here. The Arizona defense as a whole has 10 sacks. Grayson Murphy and Leatu Latu for UCLA each, if you've been pouring to the numbers or if you haven't been looking deep deeper into the UCLA individual stats defensively, Leatu Latu and Grayson Murphy each have eight sacks apiece, individually combining for 16, which is more than Arizona's team total of 10 sacks. Bruins overall only 22 sacks. Arizona's a team, 10 sacks. They've only allowed 17, so not a crazy high total of allowing sacks with Jaden Delora, but it's been the Bruins who probably may not face too much pressure from this Arizona defense. Arizona's gotten 31 tackles for loss, yes, but it is a lackluster rush to the QB, pass rush, whatever it is. The inability when to stop the run, well, you're not going to get too many sacks when teams are running the football and you don't have a good run defense, you're just never going to see the team throw the football. So the question will be not if they can get, if UCLA faces a pass rush, although it could be individually thrown in there by Hunter Eccles, as I've already said. The big thing is, can UCLA avoid the turnover bug? Last week, first play of the game, pick by DTR. The UCLA ended up coughing up the football later as well in a fumble. So two turnovers. In a rare game where UCLA, despite turning it over two times or more, not finding a way to lose that game, especially against a pretty lackluster opponent, despite Arizona State bringing all that they could against the Bruins at home in Tempe in the previous week. UCLA, number 12, 9, or 8, or whatever ranking you want to use, UCLA, the big thing for their offense this week, beyond just looking at who's starting at running back, which may not make a difference Fully for this week, considering the numbers looking at Arizona's terrible run defense, but it may make a difference as to who is healthy and ready to go for the USC game on November 19th. The big thing for the Bruins this week against Arizona is simply turnovers. If you get stopped 
It may be because of maybe a tipped up ball turns into an interception. If it's that first pass Arizona gets to, just like DTR threw last week, DTR has been really good this season at keeping the ball in his hands and not turning it over, kind of morphing himself into a truly dynamic quarterback, which he always was and had the potential to be, but his full complete self has come here in his fifth year, his super super senior season, his COVID season here at UCLA as he's getting primed to break record after record, whether it be career games, career games started, passing touchdowns, which he's already done, or passing yards. You know, he's got so many records he's closing in on now that if UCLA can avoid the turnover bug, yes, turnover bug, then UCLA should be very well good to go. Big thing is, of course, turnovers. It's a simple, dumb category to look at, but Delora has been, as throughout this year, eight picks thrown. DTR, if he's coming off a game with a turnover, a turnover or two, if you can avoid getting behind this Arizona offense in terms of points, then for the most part, UCLA should not have much trouble handling the Wildcats. Question mark in running back. And again, we may not have that answered until we see who, sh- who suits up at 7.30, 7.45, most likely, or 7.50, Saturday night against the Arizona Wildcats. As we joke, hey, oh, a night game. So many night games in a row. After the joke was, hey, breakfast with the Bruins? How about dinner with Chip Kelly? That's how it is as we await the start time for UCLASC. All the Bruins have to do take care of business, then they'll be 9-1 with two remaining matchups in the regular season and a chance to dance in the Pac-12 title game. Again, defense, get to the quarterback, force the turnover. For UCLA, just avoid going cold or falling asleep as they've done at times, whether it be with the big lead or this time in the beginning of the game because you really want to force Arizona to play from behind as they've done all season long and they haven't done a good job of it. It is what it is. UCLA should find themselves. And as as I teased, as I teased, what about, hey, you know, DTR, he's got so many records to break. Time for the, you know, bringing back Throwback Thursday. When was the last time, you know, we we talked about Throwback Thursday? Well, UCLA and Arizona with records broken, they they have something in common. But not before we tell you, UCLA, big three touchdown favorites for the third consecutive week as we bring you Hey, this episode is many. Bet online, what your number one source for sports betting information. Stats, news, analysis, they've got it all for every professional or amateur league out there. Football, basketball, those are all starting soccer. World Cup's coming up. Esports, they've got it all with Bet Online. They've got sports podcasts dedicated to betting. You can find those on Bet Online's website as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website or use your mobile device device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Again, the Bruins starting for the third consecutive game as three score favorites. Don't fall to the dogs. Hammer UCLA as we hope to have them cover against the likes of Arizona. Bet online once again where the game starts. As we start our final segment for today's Locked On UCLA episode, we're bringing back Throwback Thursday, which we've kind of brought it in, weaved it in and out, depending on what show, what topics we have. And I thought, you know, why not, why not bring back the likes of Throwback Thursday, considering it's been a decade, although we missed the exact 10-year anniversary mark, it's been a decade since Jonathan Franklin, hey, remember that name, became the all-time leading rusher in UCLA history. And depending on guys and players who went on to have even bigger and better NFL careers, of course, Franklin dealt with injuries afterwards. He was 
the best UCLA career rushing yards leader after he came through and was spectacular for the Bruins in that game against Arizona. When was it? Let's go back, set the stage, November 3rd, 2012. And, you know, just a little off on the exact 10-year anniversary, but of course, eh, let's mix it when they're playing Arizona. November 3rd, 2012, UCLA, who already had two losses to that point of the season, needed to get on a run in order to make to the Pac-12 title game, just the second ever when the conference went from Pac-10 to Pac-12. UCLA were the quote-unquote reigning de facto Pac-12 South Division champs, but were looking to win one on their own merit with USC eligible, I believe that year in 2012, to win the South Division. Well, UCLA went on a run, winning five in a row, including taking down Arizona in the Rose Bowl. ahead In front of a crowd of here, wait for this, back-to-back weeks, or two straight home games, I should say, 81,673, the announced attendance against the Arizona Wildcats. Both teams were technically ranked. Arizona, I believe, as high as 24, UCLA 25. That was a very anticipated matchup against the Cats that night on a Saturday, another late-night Saturday in the Rose Bowl. Instead, by the time the first 15 minutes are up, if you remember that early November game against Arizona, it was a laugher. 21-0 UCLA after one. 42-3 at halftime as UCLA jumped all over the Wildcats. Heck, that was a one time where I remember going with my dad and he's like, nah, we're, we're leaving. It's it's halftime. We're leaving. And I was like, no, no, I, I hate, 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 hate leaving games early. Even though I got dragged out of the stadium because it was such a bad beatdown, UCLA ended, ended up winning 66-10, to ending a five-game losing streak to the Arizona Wildcats. If you remember in 2011, Arizona with their interim head coach, with their coach who just got fired, I believe, on a short week, Arizona just mauled the Bruins 48-12 to in an embarrassing, I believe, nationally televised game in 2011, the year prior, before UCLA ride the ship and eventually made the Pac-12 title game, falling to Oregon. I believe that was the game of the legendary Arizona streaker, too. And there was a big fight, everything going in. So UCLA, from all the anger of the year before, got things right and ready. Rick Neuheisel, who was well on the way out, Jim Moore Jr., who came in, got the Bruins excited, dominated Jonathan Franklin, who broke the record on a 37-yard touchdown carry on the Bruins' opening drive to pass Gaston Green. And UCLA found themselves well up in front early. And it was Franklin, who I believe had 162 yards, two touchdowns, had a reception or so. Even Brett Hundley, who, you know, speaking of passing records, had quite a few before DTR broke one or two of them. Had 288 yards, three touchdowns, so many touchdowns to go around, you couldn't even go through all of them. UCLA 66 to 10, Franklin 160 yards overall, plus 62, 162 yards. And they avenged that 2011 loss. And after that touchdown, that infamous T timeout called by Jim Moore, so we could all celebrate as he broke the record. I believe the UCLA wore the then Adidas jerseys, where they had the dark all-black uniforms, I think, against Arizona, if I've got that correct. And Jonathan Franklin, what better than to break a legendary touchdown record with a touchdown run and give UCLA a big one? And that was only my second favorite in terms of touchdown runs by Franklin of his career. Of course, the favorite being the the slasher baby against USC. Slash, slash, let's go, let's go. Uh, what you got flagged for. But the other being the record breaker, making him the all-time UCLA rushing leader with that touchdown against Arizona. Just thought we'd bring back good memories, good vibes, 
as maybe, hopefully, UCLA can beat Arizona by a similar scoreline and get some respect from the college football playoff ranking. If you missed the most recent episode, I go a little bit into detail about UCLA's lack of acknowledgement from the college football playoff rankings. That is the most recent episode. If you're looking on the Locked On UCLA podcast feeds or if you're on the YouTube channel, just go to full episodes and click on that. In the meantime, go make Locked On Sports Today your second listen today. They've got the big take. big. They've got their take of the day. Big game recaps. NBA, eh, LA teams, good, bad, mediocre, whatever it is. They've got recaps, stories of the day, players being injured in different sports, players getting named to the World Cup roster, all sorts of things. They got that with Locked On Sports Today. It's free wherever you get your podcast, and it's available on YouTube, just like this one is, Locked On UCLA fans. Go hit that subscribe button. Thanks for your support. And as always, hands up, eight clap time. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, U, C, L, A, U, C, L, A. Fight, fight, fight. Let's go. Let's go. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins. Beat the Wildcats. 66 to 10? Maybe. Go Bruins. Let's go. This has been Locked On UCLA.